0: She sounded kind of lost in the sauce. And a little mm. like, tired in the sauce, too. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good thing. It's not. All right. It's a good thing because you know what today's episode is? Oh. <laughs> today's
1: episode oh. is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> episode 6. Oh. We vibing. Mm-hmm
1: oh okay god bless (laughs) okay because i thought you'd actually have me to think right now because i actually don't think if i i doubt i can think i don't think i can think
0: i learned from last week's episode that whenever you have to do a cast over the weekend and with Mm -hmm. us also recording in the convenience of my time zone it's a lot Mm -hmm. so i mean you deserve (laughs) your rest king you do no
1: no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. No. I just realized that, you know, when you're getting older... Yeah, no, I feel you. you. You notice, like, hey, you know, get up to, like, four or five in the morning. No problem. You can do that, but then your body gets mad at you. Your body says... <laughs> um, you wanted to stay up late, right?
0: <laughs> I guess I could kind of relate. I don't know, I, like, my bedtime is heavily dictated on, like, my past history... Of like mm-hmm. just going until 3 a.m. on the regular, and then working off of my life with just like four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep. But then Corona happened, and I was like, "What if I just went to sleep at night?"
1: <laughs> yeah, imagine. <laughs> imagine <laughs> if you actually went to bed on time. Because I like, I kind of so much time. Mm-hmm.
0: It's just so much
1: time during the day, and
0: <laughs> I'm like, I, what am I going to do with the rest of this time? I guess I'll sleep.
1: And then your body gets used to like, oh, yes, this, this is good. <laughs> and it just wants more and oh, more yeah. and more.
0: Oh, yeah. You, then you got to just feed it. You're like, mm. but I mean, it does help that I have like some banger of dreams. My dreams are pretty lit. They kind of mess with my, like, perception of reality when they're, like, too lit. Where it's just, like, uh, everything... not dreams are the was, best. This is, like, I wake up, and I'm like, whoa, did I have that conversation? Because I should not have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, lucid dreams are the best. I think I've had, in one evening, two lucid dreams. And it was the first time I've ever had those type of dreams in the last four or five years it's been it's weird
0: yeah well i mean once you have them you're just like more of this please sir (laughs) (laughs) oh man we still don't have a theme song welcome to episode six of the weekly Chomp, where we just vibing you know Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, it was a busy weekend for jj tell us a little bit about it
1: Okay, so for many of you people at home, for the people who don't know, for the people who don't know to care or don't care, um, I I do commentary as part of my career, as part of my job, and this weekend I was hired by the awesome staff at Bushiroad to cast a BRO, the Bushiroad Rumble Online Tournament that was held this weekend. It was super fun. It was a great experience.
0: Um I'm glad that, like, oh, I'm not glad. I was going to compete in it, but then I had, like, a long Friday, and I was like, (sighs) I'm just going to (laughs) vibe. I am just going to vibe. It's one of those 3
1: a.m. Fridays, I figure, or no?
0: Yeah, it was like, I think it was like, so Thursday was lit, but also, like, Mm -hmm. I lost track of all of my life that day because I ended up picking up Civ 6, and because it was like on sale, and I was gonna get it for you for Christmas because I saw that you played that other game. So I was like, okay, this sounds like JJ's vibe. And I was like, watching the videos, I'm like, yo, this seems like my vibe too. So then I got my <laughs> copy. And then when I went to go right. like send you a copy, it was all like for your friends <laughs> friends that already own this game. And I'm like, dang it, JJ already has it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had it like almost two or three years now, man. It's one of the best games like i next to rimworld and those type of games i i love uh thinkers it's yeah. really good i was like uh
0: playing just a couple like i just dived in i was like i'm not even mm-hmm. going to read anything i'm just going to dive in cuz i've played tactic games before like fire emblem og like have yeah, to live course. with your live with your consequences kind of games and uh mm-hmm. it, that made it a little bit easy to walk in but the amount of management that you have going on in that game at any, given moment. Like first time, Mm -hmm. it was like, I'm just going to work and focus on us. Let's be a a quaint little city state. And then meanwhile, (laughs) Germany is like, yo, let's keep settling everywhere. And I'm like, yo, chill. (laughs) (laughs) Then I was all like, let's play as Teddy Roosevelt and we're going to like have kind of America, but we're going to be like Mm -hmm. better America. But there was volcanoes everywhere, so Better America kind of just sucked in general. Everything kept catching on fire, and then I mean, you
1: could sh- like make some geothermal uh, reactors around their area. Uh, I was stuck in like Bronze Age tech because I didn't I
0: didn't realize that the order in which you do technology or like um, your inspirations and stuff like that weighed yeah, on. Yeah. Your uh, combat ability. So I was just like casually playing SimCity for a bit. And then meanwhile, India's is all like, yo, runneth up though. Surprise war. And I'm like, I am not prepared for this anarchy.
1: And the thing, the funny thing is that I love about Civ overall. Like Gandhi is actually totalitarian. He is, he is actually out here starting apocalyptic wars every single yeah.
0: time. Yeah, like, yeah. God, I need, I need you to Wind. kill Gilgamesh is my <laughs> homie though. Anytime I get into the same game with Gilgamesh, I'm like, let's be best friends. <laughs> Gilgamesh be base a lot of the times. Like you just be over there, making your town great and everything and Gilgamesh is like, "Yo, you are cool, homie." And I'm like, "Thanks, Gilgamesh." But like there's some of the leaders that are just like consistently rude to you and you're like, "I don't know if you're being friendly or a bitch." <laughs>
1: Which one is it? And I think it's like their default settings, because like for a lot of people at home who probably have not played Civilization, is a sort of like build your own city sort of thing, expand on your technology, and it has a concept of victory conditions. And a lot of the character design is based on off of the actual IRL characters or the people who've you know, passed on yeah. based on things they've done or some of their traits or character archetypes, or some of their country types, depend, depending on their own, like, nationalities and stuff. And, like, Germany do be expanding based off of, you know, Germany, you know, a certain time period. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a certain I, time like, period when they kind of like
0: expanding. Yo, I accidentally made friends with Germany because I was like, yo, they're getting really close to my border. And then I like mm-hmm. check the the profile for Germany and they're like fascists. And I
1: was like, Nope, surprise war. <laughs> 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 and, like you can make friends based on what type of government system you also implement in yourself. If you want to make it oligarchy, if you want to make it a completely a complete democracy, but that also has issues, or you want to make it some somewhat like socialism, but then you have like lazy lazy citizens who yeah, you don't, don't want get... to work and stuff. So
0: like Once you get to, like, late game, you can switch over Mm -hmm. to socialism once you have, like, enough of your cities built up. But Mm -hmm. if you try to walk in the door with some socialism, honey, there's a storm coming. (laughs) 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 So, uh, B-Hero was this past weekend, and I am not surprised by what topped or the things that showed up. Because I told myself Mm -hmm. that, so, for one... I have mm-hmm. the meta tier Luard deck. So if I wanted to oh. go in and actually play like SPs and everything. like I, 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 w- I like Luard. Is the design, the play style. When Luard came out in G-Series, I was like, I'm in there. And when Kaz- and when Kazuma was all like, uh, yeah, I quit. I was like, this man knows the scoop phase. I am all about this train. So I had to <laughs> pick up luard when it came out in v-series so i bought into a case split got all my luard pieces was hoping to get like enough the sp back but we it swerved us uh so that didn't happen but i did have a complete deck uh and the option to play in the tournament with it was open but remember in the last stream when i said i have like one thing i hate the most in vanguard that should just be like moved to its own format Bermuda Triangle. If it's a clan that can literally do everything in the game except for locking and deleting and I guess forcing opponents' rearguards to the bind zone and mm-hmm. I don't think they can force you to discard but technically they can splash in and highlander the Cray Elemental that says yo we both go to this." I think it's 5 or 7
1: uh, I thought it was like Yeah, I think it
0: might be a 7, yeah. Yeah, you you drop down to 7. So, like, Bermuda just is not balanced to play with clans that literally cannot even come close to what they do. Like, even Kagura the deck, Overlord the deck, can't really put up a fight against Bermuda. Because they're going to get a Force marker, Protect marker, and then they're going to, like, switch it up and get a Force 2 marker on the ride. And just, it's just too much pressure for it to be... Mm healthy for v-series and that was the core reason why i was like i'll just play mega colony because i mean if i go with luard and i don't win enough games or like i get paired against like multiple Bermudas, i'm gonna not i'm I'm done with the premium (laughs) (laughs) i'm out the door until like something is done to bermuda like they should go through and like hard nerf all the grade threes or just start cutting grade threes and be like, don't worry, we'll make brand new grade threes, give them three great brand new grade threes and then cut the top three uh, overplayed, overused grade threes from uh, competitive for just a bit or reduce them. Down. No, I mean, even telling Bermuda Triangle to reduce their deck down to one doesn't solve the problem because there's still nope. Highlander Bermuda <laughs> and that's that's its own problem in itself. so yeah, I was gonna go with mega Colony although I have Shadow Paladin and uh but a D series that's the one that I'm super excited for because we're gonna have set three by then.
1: yeah, are you excited for set three by the way?
0: Yeah, I'm super hyped for set three. I've been waiting for it for a while. Like, this is, this is the moment that I said was where the game was going to start to get spicy. At first, in the early recordings, you, I was a little bitter about set three because I didn't understand.
1: But mm-hmm. through, like,
0: mm-hmm. theory testing and having plenty of time to, like, look through all the cards. Set three is fire. Hot yep. fire. And mm-hmm. on top of that, I'm looking forward to Flagburg being super cheap because I'm immediately building Flagburg Mega Colony. <laughs> like, not even a hesitation. I won't have a Flagbird D-series deck. I will have a Flagburg Mega Colony premium deck, though.
1: True, true. I'm, I think I'm most excited for that common grade three, more than anything for Stoikea, to be honest. <laughs> the one that uh, just burns something? Oh, the one that like, copies a uh, order. You know?
0: Oh, okay. Um, Decay Hollow?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's going to be fiery. That's going to be very spicy. Like, that's... I I don't think I'm going to, like, take apart my Zorga deck to play it. (laughs) But I will hype, like, people who just got into the game on it because I'm like, yo, kid, do you like Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah! (laughs) Like this. (laughs) 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 Um... So, with after BRO, we don't really have mm-hmm. any tournaments planned. However, we do have the English uh, conference that's this week, I believe, the 17th. It's yeah. Friday. So, uh, I, I'd assume uh, that well, it's going to be a repeat of things for Japan. Maybe uh, the announcement of another uh, premium collection, perhaps. And. I'd say maybe the announcement for like the spring or the winter shop league, for sure.
1: I hope information on new promos would be kind of good too, or when we're getting the promos at all, if ever.
0: Well, we know for a fact we're not getting the uh, Aquaforce promo, T- uh, swe- Title Assault. No, not Title Assault. A mm-hmm.
1: um, uh, Pursuit Assault. Pursuit yeah.
0: Assault. Yeah, we're never getting that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that there was a, a Maelstrom deck that made it in the top eight because everybody forgot that Maelstrom just tells you you can't use cards to guard.
1: Oh, yeah, it did. It did make the rounds I uh, based off of that. And since Bermuda has like a 13 to 14 guard hand,
0: it's just hard to get over it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ugh. Remove Bermuda. I kind of do hope that they recognize that Bermuda should be treated as its own format and then just slide it over to the side be like Bermuda players can play against other Bermuda players and then give them like a frilly ribbon or something so they feel good about themselves for playing that deck but that's all I got do you think
1: Do you oh. think that's something... Like, how would that change for us, do you feel?
0: Um, I, I just believe that it'd be easier to see what are the other problems in premium, frankly. Um, I don't want to say... I don't want to suggest that uh, the English producer goes hard with the bans or the limitations post-BRO. Um, oh. However... We won't really. If we are in the fact finding and data gathering portion of trying to balance and understand where V Premium is, I think we need, should remove some decks as playable to see how mm-hmm. the format breathes afterward. I don't think it should be like a. This card is inherently unbalanced, so we need to remove it from the game altogether. Similar to like how they have the choice restriction with Luard. Um, Luard mm-hmm. and uh, Maka. Yeah, Luard and Maka. And more like, eh, this card is just restricted for this tournament series because it's just overused, overplayed. Similar to like how Pokemon works. Overused, overplay should be in its own tier, or like. Just excluded for one season so other things can breathe, and then we can assess what would happen if we did give certain clans a power boost. You know, yeah, yeah. you're just giving something a power boost off of what you're seeing in front of you versus what are the other possibilities when that one deck is not an issue, then you end up in a Legends of Runeterra kind of thing. (laughs) But this is a physical card game where we can't just send out hot pet fixes just because we accidentally overpowered
1: a card. I think one of the biggest things that we have at the moment is knowing exactly what they would even want to hit in Bermuda, right? It's just sort of like, okay, just say for for example, you really, 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 really want to put a shoddy (laughs) to Bermuda's face. So I think a lot of people are saying Ellie. I personally don't think that really changes too much.
0: Ellie is the one that does...
1: She gives 20k shield.
0: Uh, see, that—that that is a problem. Because that with the heal guardian just makes that huge hand that they amass even more of a shield mm-hmm. problem. Like, I mean, if if they would just... I, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to say something controversial. Oh. I think the way to balance Bermuda mm-hmm. is to let Mega Colony do its job. Because there was a point in G series where Bermuda wasn't like the go-to only option and when it was it was like you you have to be a hard veteran it wasn't like oh i just walked in and started playing Vermuda off of one set and i'm good it was like the riviere players who had to have waited like seven years to have gotten their deck to the point where it was just like yeah i'm just gonna sit over here in a circle jerk until you decide that uh you lose so, I think, because uh, in, in G-Series, Mega Colony had two unique things that really curbed uh, Bermuda, and Link Joker had the same room as well. Link Joker had the ability to force cards from hand as a lot, but then they turned around and they made Hanj, which lets you just pick up cards from your board, immediately overriding that, and what did we see happen? Bermuda rose up again. Uh, mega Colony, uh, one of their fragmented uh, abilities that they were able to use was target unit. That t- unit cannot be chosen by your opponent's effects or abilities, which pretty much shut it off from being able to ba- be bounced back to its hand. If that would appear in V format and worked in tandem with cradle markers, I'm not saying Mega Colony would be. Up in tier, however, it would shuffle the meta up.
1: Okay, I get you.
0: All right. So I I think like if we're not gonna start banning cards, we need to start assessing these much weaker clans and give them a better identity so that they're attractive and also so they impact the game. Because currently, mega doesn't impact the game whatsoever. It just tries to do its best and then get to like a close like i even argue the mega colony deck that i was going to take on saturday was less of a mega colony deck and more of a these are the cars that work the best together and do the things that mega colony can't consistently do itself the extra drive the fourth impossible fifth attack and also the removal through forcing your opponent to retire things Outside of that, it's barely even a mega colony deck because those effects are really closely tied to every clan's identity now. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, I think, like, if Link Joker does walk into the door with a good Glendios, then I think the Bermuda Problem will go away, and then we'll also hear... We'll, but I think the Bermuda Problem will go away but then the snapback from the designers for Bermuda's next support is going to be another leap forward. So I don't know. I, I feel that Lyrical Monastery is a lot less oppressive than Bermuda ever was. And I feel like they definitely learned from their mistakes of using Bermuda to power creep the game, but not fully power creeping everybody behind Bermuda.
1: Which, what it did, since God knows the existence of man, I guess. Well, I mean, the first Bermuda set,
0: overall, is pretty lackluster. I'd say it's duo, where it really Mm -hmm. starts popping off. No, no, actually, it's prism first. Prism is where it started popping off, because the break ride gave you an extra draw, and then you also had the bonus 10,000 in the critical which was unavoidable from uh, what's her name? Uh, yellow dress, orange hair looks like Emmy a little bit.
1: I no. <laughs> Not
0: either. But I just remember no. like the comp the only thing that the deck had going for it was it got a bunch of power it could cheese out more attacks that forced larger shield than any other clan, and it also got a bonus critical, meaning that it could force a close faster on your opponent, faster than what your opponent could draw into their PGs. That was was set one format, zero format, where it was, if you don't draw into all your PGs, you're dead. Or if you're not drawing cards, you're dead. And then they turned around and said, hey, Bermuda, you want to draw cards and make people dead in the same turn? <laughs> it's not out. I gotta check it. But what
1: would you do? Uh, it's... It's different, right? Because for me... I have never, ever found Bermuda threatening, which is weird to say. Like, I've never found a player and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm going to get folded like an omelette right now. I've never felt that sort of sentiment whenever I played against the archetype. It's like, yeah, sure, I could lose to it sometimes, but I never felt like it was too oppressive. I think by the nature of the decks I played, the decks I usually played was either Big Dragons or Victor. Yeah, I mean, the end
0: had no issue against Bermuda, because they would just yeah. pop him in the mouth too much.
1: Yeah. So, I anyway. I think that's kind of it. So I, I wouldn't know even where to start. So what time uh, did
0: you play Victor?
1: Mm-hmm. No, I meant, I meant, like, Victor during, um, during GRO.
0: I know, but, like, first Victor? Because first Victor was pretty lackluster, my dude.
1: No, I played uh, excessive, around excessive meta. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, at that point, then, 100%. <laughs> yeah. you, can get the, you can get the train. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the cards in your hand. I'm going to get cards in my hand and run a train on you. <laughs> I really like that version of uh, Victor as well. It was really disappointing to see what they did to Victor in V-Series. I was like, look how they massacred my boy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> neutered him so hard took him from having an essentially free ability to f- make a unit restand and gave it 5000 power like and then mm-hmm. they're just like now nah, that's too strong for v uh that was literally the bare minimum in my opinion it's like if your opponent's vanguard is grade 3 or greater when you or vanguard attacks choose one of your rear guards give it uh, I guess since it's V series, it would be ten thousand. Give a unit ten thousand and stand it for nothing. That's that's honestly where it should have been. Nothing less. Because I mean, at this point, what's the point of giving anything in Nova Grappler a counterblast if they're just gonna put one card down and flip all their cards face up?
1: Because yeah, they don't. They don't like Nova to have good things, because when they give Nova good things, Nova becomes very oppressive. I know,
0: but I mean... <laughs> I you think Cat
1: should... Butler, Butler put a fair guard in them, so they, they never want to do that again.
0: <laughs> I, ju- I, don't, I just <laughs> don't agree with the whole, let's just slap a lot of power on things because we're afraid of multi-attacks. Because
1: uh, uh, back then, like a lot of defensive options was not to be found whenever you played... Um, Vanguard at all until we got like G guards until we got like better defensive values better defensive options yeah. we had nothing until nothing. recently
0: and nothing. once they like woke up one morning and was like you know what clan fight only no longer will <laughs> you be able to mix clans so you can use perfect guards and draw triggers and clans that don't have them you can only play the clans that have it if you can't build a deck tough titty We'll make cards for great nature eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Nubatama might see cards eventually.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. I just think if... From playing the game for the past 10 years, my opinion of balancing the game is it comes between, is it oppressive or is it offensive? And defensive is always kind of in like the middle ground because they can fix that for everybody by introducing the heal guardians, the G guardians, and then it's just a scale on did they love you enough to give you one that works. I think the universal heal guardians is the best step forward because it says that everyone has access to this. And I think there should be more cards like that, where it's just like, okay, we see that this is super oppressive, so we're going to make this card to make it so that everyone else can move up to this level.
1: And I agree with that sentiment, because the last time I played against like Angerblader, for example, I think during BRONA uh past weekend, because also, outside of competing for eu i also played some na and i did feel how good heal guardians were like they were really impressive because i played against older archetypes like anger blader for example and like anger blader back then without the heal guards were like well i'm gonna sleeve up put on my gloves and i need you to cough for me (laughs) 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 i'm gonna need you to cough for me and Playing playing with it now, just playing against it now, I felt like, oh. I'm gonna just heal guard twice and they pass their turn and you are on two damage and you're like, Oh. And how much cards do you have in your hand? Uh two. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Hmm. Patrick with the <laughs> so I'ma I'm... <laughs> yeah, I'm need you to retire your home board for me, homie. Because I was playing Seal Dragons. Oh so. man you're out here
0: memeing it up with seal dragons (laughs) yo (laughs) (laughs) barely
1: won two games but I had a whole lot of fun
0: yeah and that's that was again my whole sentiment with playing mega colony I'd rather go in and play and have some fun with something I wouldn't normally play versus like sweaty playing honestly (laughs) Like I'll be sweaty for I'll be I don't know if I'm gonna be sweaty. I'll be mildly sweaty for D because I still haven't decided what I'm gonna play. There's just so many good options.
1: And it just Hex comes down easy. to like,
0: yo man, I thought about it, <laughs> but we don't have set four support hexa orb where I know I could walk with no fear. <laughs> set four no, talk to bit, me yeah. then. I might have switched it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now I know what's on top of my deck which would be hilarious because nobody uh, everybody local knows me to play more like all of the green decks so if I show Mm -hmm. all up in there memorizing my stack they're going to be like oh you're dangerous with the gun and I'm like yeah I've been out here with the wiffle ball battling (laughs) y'all so there was some promo reveals this morning We'll only lightly mm-hmm. touch on, and I'm only going to touch on the one that's the most relevant because I was trying to go back through the other podcasts and find where we were. You remember when we were talking about Cardinal Draco, Malsa, Mosalia, the one that's grade three, retired Shadow Army token, and with this unit, and this unit gets ten thousand until end of turn. If this ability was activated for the third time this turn, this unit gets uh plus two, uh, plus one critical until end of turn. And then we were like, mm-hmm. well, how can you really abuse this if you don't if you're gonna try to play like the multiple attacks? Or how are you going to abuse this if you only have like two or uh, three counter And today's pro one of the promos that are coming out for the shop promos in Japan will probably get this one at the pace of which We got the reveals for the uh, prison promo and the Magnolia promo. I'd say we'll probably get these as set uh, four, uh, set five box toppers. Because we're getting those other ones as set four. Which really bothers me a lot. But it's going to be interesting to see how our meta is. Where we're not all losing cards to prison players. Because... I'm also very curious, how many people in America play Cops?
1: Uh, I wouldn't, I don't think that much, right? Because most people kind of gravitate towards just playing like Bruce and stuff. What I noticed, a lot of American people played Bruce a lot from what I saw. I don't know, football, I guess?
0: Uh, I think it's because someone told them that it's the best deck and they believed
1: him. i think so too
0: i honestly if i were to say the best deck in d format that you're just walking the game and brain dead play it's bastion just play like 16 grade three bastion because you're playing with essentially uh 32 triggers in your deck and that's a nice thing it's a very nice thing to have all right everybody we're gonna go to a quick ad break and by ad break uh, I mean, JJ's going to go get his dinner from the door, and his dinner is brought to you in part
1: by, I want to guess it's teriyaki
0: um, chicken, pizza,
1: meat and ribs. It's a capsule on. It's a whole thing. I'll be oh. right back. <laughs> oh, it's a whole
0: thing. You got a whole platter over here. Well, I'm going to go on about uh, Cardinal Principal Kaz Kagayara? Kagayara? Kagara? Kagara? I think it's that. Uh, grade one power 8,000, uh, guard 5,000 auto. When this unit enters a rear guard circle and your world is dark night, you may soul charge one. If it is abyssal dark night, you may soul charge two. If your world is, and then it has an active ability that says if your world is Dar- abyssal dark night, you can soul blast one, retire that unit and then grab One Shadow Army token. It feels good. Oh, that
1: sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah, so like, uh, once I saw this, I had to go take another look at Masala. Because I think it's feasible. Um, You have the grade one. Now, you're going to be building around the fact that you're planning on slapping two of these bad boys down on your front row. Paying essentially four counter blasts to retire six army tokens and then be able to attack with a total of uh, 33,000. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, yeah. Uh, thirty. No, it has to be done a third time. So you need to do eight counter blasts to have two of these. And you might be wondering, how do I get eight counter blasts? Well, here we go. <laughs> First, you're going to have to run and dedicate your whole soul, your whole life to that at least the minimum of 6 draw triggers, but 7 would be nice because I mean you can rely on your over trigger as a draw as well. Um mm-hmm. so you can see your pieces obviously. Two, you're going to also run a lot of order cards seeing how uh masala is your win condition like we're not we're focusing on the win condition of having so much power and the critical my opponent can't hold these hands that is the goal like you're walking in the door that's your goal you can't be like oh but what if i'm gonna make this play no jj what's the goal
1: uh It'll tell them to hold these hands.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So, to tell them to hold these hands, you're either going to have to play high risk, high reward, or hard draw. I think the hard draw will allow you to see your pieces because you're going to need to see the grade one that came out in set two. That says, disc once return, uh, discard an order card from your hand, counter charge one. Because all of these happen during the main phase, you're going to need to have at least two extra order cards in your hand and two of these bad boys on the board so you can get back your uh, blasts. Additionally, you'll have access eventually to this promo, which only requires one Soul Blast to remove itself from the board and gain a Shadow Army token. You're getting a 5k increase uh, if you're just playing it into basic decks. But in this one, you're getting that much needed Shadow Army token. And this is a must of four. So I'd say like three of the once per turn alien that eats in a set order gives you a counter charge so you can ensure getting at least two of your counter charge back to pump this up again. Um mm-hmm. and you're gonna need to have four of casa Kasari- yara so that way you can produce more shadow army tokens utilizing your soul. And really that's it. Those are still the only pieces. They're minus one ability, which I did mention in that podcast, uh that they need to have the ability to use a resource other than counterblast to get shadow army tokens. And look at where we are. I'm not so saying blessed. it, but you can put it out there in the world. And if this is a promo, I mm-hmm. feel that its design is already spoiling some of the Brantgate Gate cards that we have yet to see. Because after re-looking at the set four set list, there's a considerable chunk of Brantgate Gate cards still missing. In the double R slot, there are two Brantgate cards that have not been filled in. There's one triple R Brantgate card that has not been filled in. There's also a multitude of rares from Brantgate that have not been filled in. And by naming conjecture, some of them are supposed to be Cardinal Noids. Especially at least the uh, 044, 044. That one should Mm -hmm. be a Cardinal Lloyd by the, how they're uh, placed in. On top of that, there's a lot of commons. Oh Nope, actually there's only one common. One common that's missing from Brantgate. So, nope, actually I'm wrong. There's two commons that are missing from Brantgate. And one of them is in order. For sure. So, let's see what brankgate gets. Maybe they'll get the ability to use a... Maybe they'll get the ability to use a shield a Blitz Order to sack a Shadow Army token and gain its power on Vanguard.
1: That doesn't sound too bad. I mean, there is... I I think there was one. Uh, Are you talking about the Gleaner? Or are you also including Gleamer as well in in this?
0: The Blitz Order? uh,
1: No, 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 no. I meant, like, the the Brand Gate cards Uh, that we're still missing. What is Gleamer? It's like we... It's okay, it's the new grade one that got. It's a double rare. It's a double
0: rare. Okay, so then the double rare starts still have one left, so it could be a mm-hmm. double rare. That's a grade three for Cardinal, because Gravidia got one. If Gleamer is the double rare that um, Cops got, then yep,
1: that that is right.
0: Yeah. 22 should be a grade three or a grade two. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it leans more towards a grade three, to be
1: honest. Because we we are missing some other good grade threes. So I could see that, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh man, the set's coming and I'm ready for it. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. (laughs) The set's going to be good, man. I am really looking forward to it. It's going to make this game more spicy. I hope that people locally don't give up on it. Because it's just a good game. D de- so format specifically is just... <laughs> it's so spicy. I love it. So, the anime is coming to an end. We have mm-hmm. like Did you watch this week's episodes episode? Left. Is it 25 in the season or is it 24?
1: I thought it was twenty. Five, If I'm not mistaken, because 23 just happened this week, okay. uh, just yesterday, actually. Uh, did you happen to watch it? I did. Oh, we could talk about it in a second. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dunji and Toya are going to be facing off against each other. And I think the last episode should be Yu Yu versus Madame Hate Everything. <laughs>
0: I'm mad because no one helped me sort through my traumas. And Mm -hmm. also, okay, so we can't talk about the other reasons why she's mad until we talk about episode 23. So 23, uh, Mm -hmm. I was validated by knowing that Sori's is just up to something. Like, he's way too involved to be a guy that's like, uh, I I don't have anything to do with it. And then goes on. To just reveal that he's literally a liar about everything. <laughs> when he's like, I don't believe in God. And I'm like, bro, you were a monk, supposedly.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: He, he just He's just a jerk. The guy is just yeah. a jerk. And he owns it. And I, I admire that. He's a true villain. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm just here to stir the shit. That's it. <laughs> and it's fun doing it. And then the moment that <laughs> Tamari's all like, you like stirring the shit? I like getting hype! The episode was just lit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, my god, and her grade four? <sighs> okay, yeah. So, you want to read
0: the effect? Do you have it up, or should I pull it up?
1: The The Gleamer grade one, or do you mean her grade four? The grade four. Oh, the my moral god. Moral I... Princess
0: Seraph Purelight. It's a grade four with triple drive. So what she says is, when it's placed on VC Vanguard Circle, you counterblast one and soul blast one card with Seraph in your its card name. Your opponent chooses two cards from each of their hand, soul and rear guards, and imprisons them in your prison. That's bonkers. That's mm-hmm. bonkers. Okay, so you can take five cards from your opponent's hand in one turn. <laughs> once, once we have the promos, which luckily come out with that set. So, like, you're going to be like, call uh, Sarah Snow. You take the two. Call the promos. Mm-hmm. You take two more. And then you're all like... Order card, take another one. (laughs) Your opponent's like, I
1: drew all of these for nothing. (laughs) And then her additional skills continuous as well. So Uh, good.
0: During your turn, all of your front row units get power 5,000 for every two of your opponents and prison cards in your prison. If there are 10 or more, all of your front row units get critical plus one, yeah, this is like really this is what a control decks car ace card should look like in Vanguard. From mm-hmm. start to finish. It's one on tempo for control, meaning that you're not popping off super early and conditions have to be met. Two, it's oppressive to the opponent and a legitimate threat. Three, it can close games and it has an effect. That your opponent knows is coming, thus they have to play into you. Like, no longer can your opponent say, ah, you know what, because you have the two, uh, the two copies of the grade two that reduces my uh, cards that leave prison by 5,000 on the board... I'm just not going to call anything. Ha ha. A joke's on you. I won't use any soul blast or counter blast. I'm not going to tap out. And then you slap this bad boy down. And then they're like. Ooh. And I, Ooh. <laughs> I love it. It's just, it's just It's fantastic. If you're keeping tempo and your opponent neglects to remember that this is always an option, you will catch your opponent sleeping, for sure. And And, I believe... You know what a spooky
1: thing about this is, too? Yeah? Because, like, you don't even have to play the old Seraph anymore, but you can have people will be mad maniacs and probably already play like two copies or one copies of this Sold and you you force your opponent to play around it and then they think oh my god it's coming it's come. and then it come and they lose <laughs> and they lose to regular sarah it <laughs> <That's
0: laughs> just died to too. regular sarah and so okay i will you refresh me on the ride deck rolls with the grade 4s you could you sub your grade three in your right deck for grade four? No.
1: no, nah. Specifically, the rules is dictated to zero to three. You cannot well, add good. anything. At else.
0: least, at least they knew they were gonna mess us up with these grade fours in our ratio. I honestly feel that I'd run the one in the right deck and then two in deck, reducing mm-hmm. it down by just one to make room for. I'd say I'd do three and three of this. For Sarah Snow.
1: I I personally feel zero. Of this? Uh of, of the old one.
0: Of the old I one? I mean
1: like no I mean like zero main deck. Like zero of the main deck. So like one in the right deck, zero main deck, and like four of this.
0: Hear me out on the two in the right in the main deck.
1: Okay, I'm gonna hear you.
0: Soul charge. We
1: mm-hmm. do a lot of it. Yeah. You could soul charge it in. So you just want to have more names, basically. Yeah. Hmm. The thing is about... But the also, thing is about... also, I still mm-hmm.
0: value the... I also still value the Persona right. Because I don't think... You do? I do. Because hmm. in high-level play, do you... Okay. Pretend you're playing against this in high-level play. Mm-hmm. And you know what the meta is, and you know what the card does... Will you put yourself in a position to get got by this?
1: I think by the nature of address, I don't think I much have a choice. I, of course, I wouldn't want to, but <laughs> I, <laughs> like I don't, I don't necessarily have a choice based on the, the nature of Vanguard itself. Um, but you're right, yeah, I wouldn't want to. I believe
0: that high level players are least likely to get got by this card, especially the. 5,000 for every two and allowing mm-hmm. a Seraph Snow player to hit that 10 because ideally you would need to have four cards already imprisoned and your opponent would have to have cards in their soul and cards on the board. You can still with uh, the Zorga deck that he, that homeboy played was not a prime Zorga deck.
1: Well, no, he did not have shades, and I don't even want to start on his ratios, but... Yeah. yeah,
0: like, he was out here, like, being like, wow, I didn't get it. I'm like, bro, you could have had it if you were playing, right? <laughs> 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 but, but but what I'm getting at is, um, uh-huh. you can avoid getting hit with all six of these. Like, the two cards being from their hand is something unavoidable. You're going to have cards your hand unless you just were like, I'm not going to let them, and I'm going to YOLO it hard. Um, That doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense. That won't happen in high-level play. So, at the very least, in high-level play, when someone knows they're going to switch into that once the prison gets thick, Mm -hmm. you would do the following. Void your soul to get your units back onto the board from your prison play an aggressive turn uh, uh, immediately after that, and try to avoid as many, ha- having as many cards on the board. Like, ultimately, if you have no cards in the soul, and you just force an attack with a Vanguard when, to save them out of it, you can still force the deck out strategy if you're already playing with a Buku Hand. Mm-hmm. And by consistently pulling your units out of the prison you can keep them from hitting a dangerous number at you. Because prison still has the problem of they gotta hold hands at some point. And there's a reason why Orphis decks can still be out prison decks in set 3. We don't know everything in set 4 yet. And we also don't know what uh, Bastion's upgrade will be. And we also don't know the aggressive potential of the Bruce deck either. I just feel that this card is good, <laughs> this card is epic, and this card is everything I want it, but this card is very clearly balanced. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's imbalanced, and I don't think it's going to destabilize high-level play. I think it will be in high-level play, but I don't think it's, oh no, why do they give him this, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. I got you.
0: So mm-hmm. I, that's why that's why on my build for it, I'm playing around. People may try to keep me from hitting that consistent triple drive. Already as just playing Seraph Snow, so I can only imagine that once the option of me freely getting rid of units on their board is gone, that consistency that ser- regular Seraph Snow has is gone, then I know that that aggression will turn up on me as well, too. So there's a trade-off. While you do get the power, and you have that on-place ability, you're then playing off of the effects of all of your rearguards. And if your rearguards don't have a consistent... remove a card and put into a prison... I can't imagine the prison count going up any higher.
1: <coughs> <clears throat> I, I think... You probably have moments where, like, there have been some people who've tested some of these already before, and instead of Barrow, actually, since it can't be decked out anymore Mm -hmm. due to the new cards that have gotten, that Barrow might not be as threatened to this archetype as some would be, I think. So something like Zorga, I feel, is a really bad matchup for this deck. (laughs) Because Zorga A has no soul unless you play a, a build specifically making you gain it. Mm-hmm. Or B, um, you are playing into people who don't know how to play around this card. Exactly.
0: Maybe it'd be easy to coast through round one with it if you get paired against somebody new. Mm-hmm. But I think like the further rounds you get with this card, if you do not fully understand the scope of the game, it will show immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll get got. Because again, mm-hmm. once you hit grade four, there's no going back until, until we get an order card that says, yo, choose a card from your soul, place it on your VC and rest.
1: Sheesh. Okay. Yeah. Or well, like vendor turn something. Yeah.
0: Oof. Like and that, that's ultimately the card that will redefine overdress once again. I believe it is going to happen. And I believe that it will be a very... It's, it should be something uh, we should have on our minds when it comes to like, deck building. Is at some point, they are going to be like, yeah, yeah, go back down to three. Because one big problem with Seraph Snow was, Seraph Snow decks out a lot. <laughs> Between the Soul yeah. Charge and the Triple Drive. I often, like some, my current Seraph Snow deck for set two, I actually built it. So that way I could, if I, I, I run, uh, I think it's Lemonade, the one where once you place mm-hmm. it on R, you get to take a card from your opponent's prison and put it into the drop zone. I run on one of those just so I can shut off my triple drive. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it in my hand, and when my opponent's like, no, I'll just leave them there. I'm like, you don't want to call them? I'm getting pretty close to the bottom of my deck. And they're like, no, nah, just leave them there. And I'm like, no, not anymore. Remove two. And they're like, oh. I'm like, I'll just take the 10,000 power. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. But that's a cool, real cool thing about um, Overdressed at the moment. Like, I, I personally still prefer premium over it. Overall. That's my perma consensus with it. But I do think it's getting to the point, oh, crap, it's challenging it. It's challenging it hard. Oh, yeah. It's standing across the hallways, menacingly looking at each other, sizing <laughs> each other up.
0: <laughs> it's like, <I'm laughs> overdress is over here. Like, it's already ran over V-Series as far as, like, balancing card design out the door. <laughs> and it's looking at yeah. premiums like, I'm coming for you. Like, <laughs> I, I, I feel I fully believe OA, what mm-hmm. we'll see in premium come summer after set five. Is a pure Stoikeia mm-hmm. deck. And it's yeah. only running, and, and just like we said before, it will only run Mega Colony as its G Zone.
1: And I think that's basically what's been happening recently. Like, on God, with the recent support that we've gotten from Overdress, most of the archetypes that we see currently in Premium are basically just that right now. Are uh-huh. just like. I'm going to take this magnolia egg. It's slap a G zone. Hey, but don't you want to run any of the, you know, the old stag beetle stuff? Nah, good. Yeah, I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. don't you want to run any of the old like like Grador stuff, the v Gradora stuff? Like, nah, no, no. I'm good. You know, good. I would <laughs> possibly run
0: um V stag beetle because V stag beetle pulls <laughs> units out and places them on R in rest. And mm-hmm. Stoikea has some pretty spicy cards that once they're just placed on R, you get spice mm-hmm. so yeah I'm not I'm not ruling out stag Beetle. Stag beetle is one of those cards where I looked at it and I was like you're you're very good depending on what's out and what's mm-hmm. in your available to you And as overdress goes further and further, especially with these uh, these uh, vanilla that we finally getting them the vanilla cards the cards that just work for everywhere and Storkeia got one that just made me say they love us they really do we're finally (laughs) eating food yeah transferring soul (laughs) slice dragon this card right here says y'all can eat (laughs) auto (laughs) rear guard (laughs) circle at the end of your turn if you if you played and did Alka magic in order or attacked a total of five times or more this turn, put this unit in your soul and countercharge one bro what <laughs> <laughs> It's so good) <laughs>
1: Cleanses the pilot, man. It's so Yo, cool.
0: man. Okay, so Flagberg is now 100% playable. Magnolia is completely
1: solved. Like, you slap this bad boy on your back row. <laughs> yep. Yep. Make him attack on the back row, and you're like, ah, oh, this feels good. Just put it into your soul, and you're just sighing of relief. Set- knowing that you won't. <laughs> set four might
0: just, for some people, it might be a double case set
1: not like
0: not, not like a double case like you get in all yourself but like a double case split set because like if you're if you're like playing Stoikea, some of these cards you can't just be walking away with just four copies of because this card's good in everything in Mhm. oh my gosh it's so good this is what we came from rihanna's
1: happy now maybe she'll make more music <laughs> I think so, too. I think she'd come out of (laughs) retirement. She'll probably stop doing her makeup line and clothing line now.
0: Yo, it's pretty fire, though. Mm -hmm. It is. How about that fancy line? I mean,
1: outside of the the overdress support, I mean, I will nod my head to some support that we've gotten in promos that we probably might not not get this millennia, but but it's still pretty good in the angel feather cards and the nubatama card
0: okay so we're talking V now i did see those yeah, yeah, yeah. the nubatama card is overdress like support in v series for nubatama a clan that just mm-hmm. really needed a win <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the angel feather one is for an archetype that you just have to be rich to play because nobody bought the set So they didn't print a bunch of copies of it. It didn't get a reprint because it's a a VR. And the triple R that they gave to go with it in the set is... I mean, I guess you could play a deck completely around the triple R. But what's the point? You know? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I got you.
0: So uh, I'll let JJ read them all. All
1: right, I got you. So we have... I'll I'll read the Angel for the one. Um, We we have Serrated Saw Angel. Uh, she is a Greed 1 Rayguard Act. Uh, if your Vanguard is Malkuth Melech, if this uh, has a card in its name, a Karam Last 1, bind this card, choose a card with Malkuth Malek in its card name from your soul, put it on top of your deck. Okay? It's kind of what most of Malkuth Melech cards do. Most of the Grade 1s and Grade 2s already do that. If you did not ride this turn, instead of putting it on top of your deck, ride it to stand, which is... Really good for accelerating your Axel twos. I mean your protect sorry, your protect twos. Yeah. yeah.
0: See, why can't Mega Colony have something that just says if your opponent has no units on the board, gain a protect marker. That's literally all they need. <laughs> <laughs> just something. Alright, let's uh let's talk about this new one. This new Batama, evil stealth dragon, Goya Kusin. Gwilk Coulson. That's probably horribly (laughs) butchered, but, you know, that's just how I do it. Uh, Grade 1, power 8,000, guard 10,000. Auto, drop zone. When your grade 3 unit enters the Vanguard Circle, cost, counterblast 1, add this card to your hand, or add a grade 3 from your soul to hand. If add from soul, bind this card. And then, as auto, when this unit gets returned back to hand from Rear guard Circle by your card effect, Soul Blast 1, call up to two evil tokens onto empty Rear guard Circle. So this card is good. I don't play Nubatama, but inherently, I know that this is good. Because one, Nubatama is a protect deck. Two, Mm -hmm. this grade one easily is a four copy, because it allows you... To guard
1: with it. (laughs) Yep. That and the awesome thing about it too, as well, is that you can stride with it. Okay. Or when you go for a rewrite, I'm
0: gonna Mm -hmm. need you to explain that to me. How are you gonna? Are you talking about the same turn or the next turn?
1: The next turn. So, like, say for example, you want to go for a rewrite, right? Yeah. You rewrite your grade three. You get your grade three from the drop zone. And you can you can pitch it for stride. And you get free tokens for free. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you get a now, protect
1: and a stride. And is, tokens.
0: Is there a method of... splicing this with some overdress cards? I don't think
1: so. You possibly can, because it doesn't... Re- re- like, it doesn't say that you need to play... Um, like you don't need to play a Nubatama unit to get this ability and it's also set up your card so if you can find a way to soul charge a grade 3 order like Bountiful Harvest or Everin Harvest or that grade 3 order that mows down your gets a card for every card that you mow down from your opponent uh-huh. you can also do some really cheeky shenanigans with it
0: Okay, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. I like I like getting cheeky with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think that's everything. That's the vibe session for today. Uh, so next week, I was thinking, let's do our alpha Magic uh, stream, our Alka Magic uh, episode slash stream. Huh? Yeah, sure, I, I did sure. some looking at it. I made a couple of combos, so I'm going to work on those more during this week, so that way we can get people who are just walking in the door of casting spells on how to do, do it properly, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Of course, because you need to know. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to know, because I'm also not good at it. <laughs> I also want to know too. I would say that I locally, for sure,
0: I am the best person at do, making Alcla magic combos. Because I ended up making a combo that uh, I'll share next week. Because uh, Zorgadex are static. There are some cards that you totally have to run like the dog. <laughs> yep. And there are some cards that people will be like, that card's bad. But you can look at them and say, yeah, but I play it anyways, because it works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, there's a combo like that. Uh, it plays towards the Bind Zorga build where it allows you to use the grade two that was from set one. A lot of people were like, this is bad. And I'm like, I mean, it's only bad if you can't get your units back on the board. So we'll go over that next week. Multiple different shades of uh, Zorga. What's a good title for it? Mm. Oop! I got it. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eat, pray... Despair.
1: <laughs> oh, I like that one. That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Uh, Alright, everybody. Well, uh, thanks for listening to us on... Uh, well, this episode should be our first one on Spotify. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then Spotify. I, I have to work on getting the archive on the Spotify as well, too, for y'all to check out. But uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify for the first time... Be sure to go follow us at our socials. I'm on Twitch as at Kuma X Tank.
1: Is that for me to get in or? Yeah, don't worry. I can oh, do okay. Out. <laughs> no, I, 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 I thought you were gonna go do your Twitter too. I was like, yeah, no, that's my Twitter. Twitch. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Fair I'm enough.
0: afraid to stream on Twitch right now because if I if I say the c word, then they'll be all like, you can't be on here. They like they soft banned Hassan and then they perma banned Vosh. They're coming after us <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> in droves. Holy in droves!
0: <laughs> Throw your socials, yo. All
1: right, uh, for me on my socials, all of them. Uh, you can find me on uh, GG Mister Rogers. That's uh, that's kind of it.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, goodbye, everybody. See you next week. Same place. Probably the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, also go check out cardfightmeta.com cardfightmeta.com Your number one stop for uh, the biggest growing deck depository on the internet for Cardfight Vanguard, articles, and also tips and tricks on how to play the game. If you're interested in becoming a contributor, hit me up on Twitter, slide on in those DMs, or email us at cardfightmeta at gmail.com
1: i think i did that pretty smooth this <laughs> business, business all right yeah
0: yeah, yeah. i'm gonna you gotta gotta get it out there you gotta spread the word gotta make that deck depository truly the biggest one in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> goodbye everybody